You're listening to Private Suite. All right, guys. So we are back here in the suite. My name is Rich. I am joined here by Indy. Hello. We got Ognos. Howdy. And we have a special guest here today, someone who is a friend of the podcast who's been here a couple times already. We have the one, the only Vaporwave valedictorian himself, Mr. Pat Chennington. Pat, how are you doing today? I'm good. What's cooking, fellas? What's going on? What's going on, Not much. Glad to have you back. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me again. No, no, anytime, dude. Uh, yeah, you got a you got a big week coming up this week, don't you? Yeah, this is this is like if there was ever a a, a pad week, I like to call them like zombie weeks, where I just nonstop stare at my computer and work on shit. Like this is this is the pad week, the zombie pad week. <laughs> mm-hmm. If there's ever been one, um, pilot. Yeah, lot lots of stuff going on this week. I don't even know where to start. Well, we'll get crazy. into that. Hell yeah. What have you been up to lately? Um, just real busy. Um, I'm always just trying to take the channel in a you know a bunch of different directions. Um, me and my girlfriend are currently looking for a new place, uh, get our own place somewhere. So we're working on that. So that with all the Pad Chennington stuff, um, it's just like a big, you know, fun mess. Just trying to coordinate nice. both. Uh, but it's it's going good. I'm just taking one day at a time, and like every day, I have a new idea for something, and then. You know, we just go from there, but uh, it's it's going good. I definitely can't complain. I'm having a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Lots of vids. Lots of vids. Lots of it. Actually, uh, the my goal was for the Combo Champ uh, compilation, which, if people don't know, it's this project I'm doing where I'm taking 20 beloved artists from the scene and just randomly pairing them together with one another, and they're gonna make a song. It's coming out New Year's Day, January 1st. Nice. Um, I wanted to do a video for every single artist involved in that project. So far, I've done one on a hero, which dropped today of of this recording. Mm -hmm. And I did one for Golden Living Room. So I still have 18 more to do. (laughs) Up until hopefully, you know, up until the release of, uh, you know, um, Combo Champ. And it's funny because all the the Pat Chennington stuff, like I, you know, run the whole thing. And a while back, I was on Fantano's channel. And he reached out to me to do, if I wanted to do a video for Vaporwave, because he was like taking a, he was going on tour, so he's having people do guest videos. So I thought, like, you know, Fantano handles all this stuff. Like, the dude's got, like, a video person, an email person. I was like, holy shit, I got to get something like this because that is, like, <laughs> that man's got it all. Like, me, I'm just like, all right, I got to go do this whole damn video. And, but, like, like I said, I, I have a ton of fun with it. And uh, just 18 videos up until January 1st. And that's besides, like, any other video I want to do for the channel. So mm-hmm. it is a hell of a month coming up. It's nice, but I know what you mean by like you kind of lose your creative input once you mm-hmm. hand it off to too many. Once it gets too scattered, you know. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm always worried about. I think like I don't ever want to lose. Uh, I definitely like I know I've kind of created this personality with Pat, and it's just something I have so much fun with. I don't, I don't know what the hell I would do without you know making these videos. So like I would always want to kind of have control over that, you know. Mm-hmm. So. It, it would be uh, bittersweet to kind of hand it off, but yeah. I don't know. The videos, there's there's so many. So well, that's incredible that you do. Yeah, all it's like this one every other yourself. day. Yeah, seriously. 
Yeah, it's it's getting nuts. <laughs> it's getting crazy. I'm I'm hoping to get a another one out Wednesday on a Tupper Wave. Actually, very nice. Top. I've never really. I've talked about Tuppen videos, but I've never really gave him a video, and I want to do the man justice because that. I mean, talk about vaporwave artists in the scene right now. If there's somebody who like <laughs> yes, exploded, definitely. it's Tupperwave. That yeah. dude, like last year, I feel like almost no one really knew about him. He used to go by the Vapor Room, yeah. and then like out of nowhere, Tupperwave, and he drops. Uh, I forget what it's called. Baby, T -Baby with, love. with Love. Yeah, like yep. he drops that, mm -hmm. and then you know this last album, he's got like Dan Mason on it and stuff. It's just mm -hmm. big things. There's big. Have things you heard? There. Have you heard our episode with him? I've. So when I, when I'm at work is when I usually listen to you guys. Yeah. Um, and I think I started that one, but I never really got far into it. Yeah. Like the fiber one, I like yeah. almost finished the whole thing, but, yeah. uh, the top one, I do got to sit and, and listen to that. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a fucking good one too. I like that a yeah. lot. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah, Arrow, got to check that guy out. I like his music quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't even know if it's like a hero or are you talking about a hero? Oh, I yeah, I thought it was Arrow. <laughs> See, I I don't know. It might it might be Arrow. Like, I, I, I feel like I, hero. I feel bad. Like <laughs> if I make weird. a video, yeah, you don't you don't know. I feel like if I make a video, sometimes um, I'll just say someone's name wrong, and then people will start saying it, and I'm like, shit. Oh, like man. I did that with, uh, with with Mesh. I used to say <laughs> yeah. the Mesh all the time. I, I did that too. Yeah. Mesh. Yeah. So I was like, God damn it! But no, like uh, yeah, Hero, uh, young kid, and he's he's really into the scene. Like that dude. If you want to talk about someone who like loves vaporwave and just the community around it, he does. And, and, you know, that's another video I was more than happy to make, um, you know, hopefully get his music out there to more people and just kind of tell his story and, and whatnot. So there, I mean, there's never been a more rich time in the scene. Like, like mm -hmm. even with you guys, Indy, I was telling you before, like talking about private suite, I remember when you, you guys were first starting to like, think of the idea of this. Yeah, and like I, I would have never thought it would have gotten this big. Like you guys are like the main. You are. You're, you're the publication of Vaporwave, one hundred percent. I think like, you. Well, I think early I we have some competition your, in Japan ahead. now. There's like this other. Magazine. I saw that, dude. Yeah. I saw oh, do they have one? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, James Webster found something. Is it a <laughs> I don't know what it was. Store. I saw it on Post Twitter. A little video. Yeah. Yeah. It looked. It looked cool though. It's yeah. Like a, <laughs> suite. It could be the U.S. one. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> so there was a Facebook post. I think it was on the VCC about that um, magazine and people were wondering how to get it, you know, and if it ships international, for example, and uh, people started linking private suite and I had to step in there and be like, yo, just so everybody knows, uh, take a moment to celebrate the, the idea that this private suite will soon be available once again for international customers. So I think we can there you go. start to bring that information up because it shouldn't be too much longer we'll give it a little bit but uh yeah i think some some of our audience members have been waiting patiently for that <laughs> yeah, yeah that so i got a chance to um i got a chance to see the one i think it was issue eight i got a chance to see because i think rich you were telling me um that one had a the picture of the set at my at yeah yeah because that was we did the full spread from yeah Electronic that was one. Yeah. awesome <clears throat> if you you guys with the layouts and the designs it's just everything looks so pretty that's Absolutely. all Seth yeah Seth Stardex doing Lovely. his um his magic with the layout and everything so mm -hmm. real cool yeah, yeah mad well, shows uh, to him as we get more so, shows we'll we'll get to do more stuff like that and and get to mm -hmm. get some more cool work in so mm -hmm. yeah. So you got, um, obviously you, you did the after party at electronic con one, um, you were not at electronic con two mm -hmm. and now you have aesthetic nights coming up in on January 4th. 
in yes. New York City. So tell us about that. All right. So Aesthetic Nights is um, once I played Electronica, once I played that live set, excuse me, once I played that live set, I knew right away, I was like, this is something I have to do again, because that was hands down the biggest rush of my life. Just like the lights and the sounds. And like, I think I was possessed. Honestly, <laughs> I was like slamming my, like, I think I sprained my ankle that night, like slamming my foot <laughs> on the floor. But anyway, so I knew, I knew then um, that I had to do more of that. And uh, I was like, you know what, let's do an event where I can find a way to go around the country and go to a venue and represent the vaporwave scene in that area. So I have to start off with New York because you know I'm from New York. It's right here. I feel like I can get a big chunk of people to do this first show. Um, and I actually, before Electronicon, I was in the works for a show. It kind of fell through to do something and Power PCME was going to be there. So when I first wanted to you know, do this show, I was like, let me reach out to him. Absolute awesome dude. He was down 100%. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, I got to ask Alex. I got to ask Fiverr. Fiverr's my main man. Um, so I reached out to him. And what I want Aesthetic Nice to be is the perfect blend of Vaporwave and Future Funk. Because the only like flaw I would have said in Electronicon was, and this is just for me, like uh, being a Future Funk fan, there I think there should have been like a, a little bit more of a split between Vaporwave and Future Funk. Because... Mm -hmm. For me, like having the chance to like chill at a more vaporwave set, like a FM Skyline or something, and then be able to go over to like a Vantage or Macross 8299 set, like that that contrast back and forth would keep you alive, like it keep you on your feet. And that's what I want to do at Aesthetic Nights. So this first show is going to be in New York City, in Manhattan. I don't even know how I got it, to be honest. <laughs> like I'm still in shock that I'm actually doing this. Like it's, it's going to be in Manhattan in the East Village, um, January 4th. It's Power PCME, Fiber, me, um, just a whole night of partying. Like I'm telling you, you've never been to a party um, unless you've been like to a pad party because we're going to throw <laughs> down. It is going to be yeah. insane. Um, we have an exclusive vinyl pressing that we're going to sell at the show. We did two collaboration oh, wow. tracks uh, together. We did 200. Uh, 200. It's, it's an edition of 100 vinyl, but we did two collaboration tracks together. So that's going to be on the A side. The mm -hmm. B side is going to have uh, three of our cla like three classic tracks from us, um, and Corespect is uh, ever so graciously doing the the uh, vinyl pressing. Shout nice. out to Alan, awesome dude, yeah, awesome. But man. Uh, but yeah, so that that vinyl is gonna be real sweet, and we're just we're trying to think of ways to just. And I said this on Reddit: the vaporwave scene may seem so big online because if you're in the scene, you're very like dedicated to it. Like you know, all of us, we we love like talking to friends on here, being on Twitter, hanging on Reddit, seeing what the news is. But to translate it to real life, it's still very tough right now. It's, it's still mm -hmm. definitely an internet scene. So to do this show, and if I want to do more shows after this, this show is going to be the example that I could showcase to other venues. Be like, look what I did here in Manhattan. Like, yeah. I can bring this to your city. Um, so I need to do absolutely everything I can uh, from exclusives to just little things at these shows to get people to go there. Cause it is, like I said, it's still an internet scene and to build, to get people, there's people from all over the world in the vaporwave scene. So just to be in a venue and have to grab people from around there, it could be tough. Um, so yeah, it's just, we got a lot of stuff in the works. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I hope to see you there. If you're listening to this, uh, it's going to be come, come uh, party with us. It's going to be off the chain. I can promise you that. I think it's great that we're like, we've got the, 
you've got like the big festival style, like electronic on stuff, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of already taken care of, but more of these, you know, relatively speaking, smaller shows um, that have more local know, feature a handful of artists as opposed to like vaporwave in general. Yeah. Um, could be, could be great for um, getting smaller groups or, or kind of just reaching further, like into the communities or people who just kind of frequent these small little venues in general and just make catch on to it. So I think definitely. it's awesome that you're definitely, you're doing this stuff. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. And I think um, one of the most important things is uh, the idea that I want to do, like if I go to a, a, for Aesthetic Nights 2, let's say, I know, and I, so many people have talked about this for Electronic Con 3, and I hope George doesn't take it before me because I'll, I'll tell you what, I do want to do something in Chicago real bad. I know everyone's talking about Chicago, like they yeah. want stuff in Chicago. So what better place to represent Chicago um, Vaporwave than like, you got a uh, a hero. You got equip. You got synchro start. Like all three of them are from Chicago, right there. A Chicago based show where if there's local artists, there's more of a chance they'll bring their friends, they'll bring their family. We just have a higher chance of getting people in the door when you're representing a local scene. And George has got it down with the festivals. I'm not even going to try and touch that. Like George is, he's the goat. Like it, I love that man. Sure. I love that man. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think like if I could just, you know, grab these little spots and represent the local scene there is, and you know, something with the channel I've been trying to do in 2019 is represent some of the lesser known or, you know, just mm-hmm. not classic vaporwave artists. Um, I think that's going to be a catch. So hopefully this first show goes real well and, uh, I could get some, you know, solid turnout because then I could use that as firepower to pitch this show yeah. in other places around the country. Yeah. Nice, I think man. it's, I think, um, I think Chicago is definitely up there. I think yeah. a lot of people have been talking about Chicago, but it'll be interesting to see who um, or, or what what cities kind of become like the vapor like headquarters. Really, mm-hmm. um, you know, New York and L.A. are always going to have their yes. place. There, there, yep. there's always it's just it's New York and Los Angeles. That's just mm-hmm. they they are what they are. Um, but Chicago's got a lot of talent there. It I could see it popping up. Philadelphia is mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. skeleton lipstick has has stuff here. I've seen a few things pop up. So like yeah. that's another location. Toronto, apparently half the vaporwave world lives in Toronto. Same thing with Future <laughs> Funk. Because <laughs> half the artists at indie interviews are Shout out you know, to indie. A, a block around the corner from his apartment. So <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I don't know. It'll be it, it's interesting to see to see where you know vaporwave will take off locally uh, mm-hmm. compared to where it is now. Yeah. So I'm right, trying to before, run this. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm trying to run this Toronto Vaporwave community thing. So if anyone's in Toronto listening to this, you should hit that up on Facebook. Not much going on there, but trying to get things going on. So nice. more people means more things going on. Hell yeah. True. It's just me All and right. Porter Vong. Like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Before we uh before we get any further into your stuff, Pat, um, we're gonna kind of get into our normal weekly stuff that we got going mm-hmm. on here so uh what are you guys listening to this week what is pad listening to that's what i want to yeah. know so this week uh i don't know why like sometimes i'll just go on vapor memory uh the youtube channel mm-hmm. and i'll just scroll through like all the videos there and i'll just randomly find something like i'll just pick a cool album cover uh but i kept going and um i kept going back and pop up future funk artist pop up yeah. uh, had a, a bunch of releases but Though there's tasty. one release flavor like tasty, I don't know with the pizza, but I've been listening to this one called Flavored. Um, I've been trying to get songs to build for my set at Aesthetic Nights, and uh, 
I found a song on there. I'm not going to say it, but it is like the tightest future funk song I've ever heard. It's so good. <laughs> so um, I've been listening to pop up, you know, I guess this week I've been listening to um, one of my favorite bands is the fall of Troy. It's like a math core band from the yeah. 2000s and uh, they're playing in Brooklyn next week. And I've seen them at the spot that they're playing at like two years ago. And I'm thinking of going again. So I've kind of been like hyping myself up to buy the tickets. So I've been listening to them. They're still um, playing. Oh my God. They, they do random shows from time to time, but they, they're mostly on the, the, I'm sorry, the West coast, yeah. uh, but they're doing like three nights on the East coast. And like, I can't miss that. that their, their shows are amazing. Thomas Elak. E-Rock. Yeah. He's like, e not, dude. he's like, ugh, yeah, it's, he's crazy. I saw him he... like when I saw him live, dude, this man, like for what he's playing and like how he sings on top of it at the same time, it's a three piece band and they're like, Un incredible they're so good so, i didn't believe it when i heard it yeah really, really piece. Good. yeah check out fall of troy if you haven't heard them hell yeah any vaporwave um what have i been listening to usually like for me uh i'll find most of my vaporwave on um you know vapor memory or the vinyl that i have um and then just randomly going on twitter and seeing stuff on there. Um, I, I was listening to the Friends EP by Power PCME because yeah. I saw Strudelsoft, uh, yeah. the, the label is coming back and they're doing mm -hmm. that on on Floppy. So I wanted to check that out. That's, so I listened to that, which was pretty cool. <laughs> That's one of my news segments for today. So let's dive into oh. that for a moment. Hell yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So Strudelsoft just put out Friends by PowerPCME and Eventual Infinity's Deep Web Trap Beats. And what's cool about them is they're, they're doing LED prints now. LED, or I think it says UV print, UV printed floppy. So what exactly is like an LED or UV print? Because like uh, the only other time I've really seen that pop up was during the Birth of a New Day cassette sale. They were going like, oh, these are LED printed cassettes. So like, do you know what that actually entails? Uh, LED printers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it just prints the ink with this <laughs> very strong and delicate type of ink that you can put on different types of surfaces. So, you know, the part, the metal piece of the floppy that protects yeah. the, um, the, not spindle, whatever the thing is called. The, the, the actual disc inside the actual, of the case. Yeah, yeah, the tape part. Uh, that's printed on as well. So it looks like you can get a full picture, the entire size mm -hmm. of the actual floppy instead of just a sticker on the label portion. Kind of just like a mini disc. So that's pretty crazy. We though. haven't seen that before, so that's really neat. That's crazy. I'm uh, just working out how to get both right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I figure you probably already have it ordered. They're in my car and I'm looking at them. But the pro okay. trouble is Strudelsoft <laughs> ship moved their um, sort of uh, fulfillment center to the U.S. That's part of why they weren't uh, going to do it anymore because it was just more difficult from Canada. But now it's more difficult for me to be a customer. <laughs> <laughs> How much more is shipping to Canada? Five, five floppies costs 15 USD to ship it here now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I'm going to try and Jeez. use my U.S. P.O. box in Buffalo. And have that guy just drive it over. It sounds See like smuggling, bro. Yeah, <laughs> smuggling shit. No, no, no. You need those floppies you got, guy. We'll 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 pay the customs. Uh, we'll fill out the form. Don't worry. Oh yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, All anyway, right. uh, Strudel Soft. Shout out to Encarta95. Hey, that does look beautiful, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look real pretty. I'm looking at them now, Indy. Um, they do look cool. And I'm just excited for what he's going to do in the future. There's so many. He, he could do this forever. There's just he, one label doing LED floppy, so he could just do every single goddamn record. Yeah. You like guys all see the those, big ones, uh, too. Those, the reel-to-reels that are popping up on Twitter? No. I've seen a lot of Section 9s. There's just like, there's all these like random little like mediums I feel like labels could just take advantage of and become like doing... that label for that medium. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're doing reel-to-reel vaporwave releases now. I, I might not be reel-to-reel. <laughs> they're, I they're saw not, something. They are reel-to-reel. <laughs> they're not for sale. Here's Section okay. 9's Facebook. Um, I don't, wait, hold on. <clears throat> Which, oh, fuck, he hasn't posted anything. Oh God! Just check the VCC, I think, or the yeah. There's nothing on here, guys. I'm sorry. I led you astray. Well, <laughs> where are all his reel to reels? Ah, Emmanuel. I saw some Hochlander. dude. That dude. Yeah, that's the yeah, dude. This guy. Let's 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 link him here. D Jex D J E K S zero zero. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. If you go to his page, oh my God, he's got so much cool ass shit on his Facebook page. Yeah, go to that. Facebook.com slash DJEKS00. He's that's where he's got all his real to real stuff and it's it's beautiful. But I don't think any of it's for sale. He's doing like Street yeah. Fighter, it looks like. What is this? Oh, Streets of Rage. Um Streets of Rage 2, Sonic that's... and Tails, Ninja Turtles, uh and like he's got a Kmart real to real. Yeah, he's just he just did that oh, one wow. today, I think. That one looks sick. It's all pink. Man. With like the the hot pink spindle right on it <laughs> yeah, that's it's fucking cool. dope oh, man it's like it's it's awesome i mean like seeing like people like releasing on these formats that are just so yeah, ridiculous we'll is really cool so I, i've been seeing memes of people talking about the the wax cylinders has anyone actually done that yet like a wax cylinder release oh that would be hilarious like from the 20s <laughs> like or he, i've seen that meme like five times already like since i joined <laughs> and i'm just waiting for the first one to come out you can do it, Agnos. You can be the one. Oh, man. I don't even know the first thing about it. I don't even know what plays those. So what's everybody else listening to? Um, oh, wait. Pad, can we play yeah. that song you were talking about? Not The Fall of Troy. Uh, the one from Vapor Memory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me, you want me to just link it into the chat room? Yeah, link it. and Let, I, let me set up my audio program actually.
Dope man, I haven't yeah, heard that. Awesome. Uh, yeah, there's some there's a song on there. There's a track on there that's like it's so good and I'm just gonna drop it at the show. So I, right now I'm like I'm hunting for my uh my tracks for the aesthetics nights. So I'm on that the song was called Yep, by the way, everybody. Awesome. Awesome, uh, awesome. Agnos, um, what are you listening to this week? Yeah. This week I've been kinda I was digging into uh Fire Tools put out a release. Um what was it right here? I oh yeah, I grabbed that shit. That was that yeah, was a really good is, one. Right? Yeah, the triangular reformat on her uh, the B side um, Bandcamp, and it is massive. I listened to it twice already, and I was just just so much good stuff in there. So many different artists. So I I it's, I can't explain. <laughs> yeah, the the amount of music that's in there, and it's all like really dank. And that kind of got me to want to go dig in the mesh. So I've been digging in the mesh as a back catalog of music that I've never had a chance to listen to. Um, nice. So that's where I've been at the last couple of days. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Check that album out. Triangular Reformat by F- Fire Tools. It's like, it's really long too. It's, it's like 30 songs. Compilation of like yeah. remixes, mashups, and B-sides. Really tight. Really cool. Really appreciate that stuff. <clears throat> what about you, Indy? What about me? Uh, I've been listening to this. It's this, I don't know if it's Japanese or Chinese or what. But there's this Future Funk record I saw that was going to come out like a month ago or something. And I was like, oh, that's aesthetic as fuck. Give me that shit when it comes out. So I was just like, I'll wait for it. Uh, Let me link it here. It's by Dan Dan, I think, or Tan Tan. Um, I think it's like supposed to mean like something about hamburgers, like a hamburger restaurant. I don't I don't know. Uh, That's what that's what came up when I looked it up. (laughs) Nice. Nice. but yeah um that's really good stuff i hope it gets a tape the the j card aesthetic on the record cover looks like a cassette sort of j card and yeah, I, I would eat that up if, if someone made that so yeah so i'm gonna play the second song off that record seaside dreaming by hamburger restaurant something dan dan from austria as well so shouts out to our austrian vaporwave producers um yeah Let's check out a little piece of that song. Here it is.
I eat that up. That's a pretty cool track. Yeah, it was groovy. Very groovy. It's the perfect combination. It's like we have so much future funk that is like blasting your ears off yeah. with pushing that. Super loud. <laughs> yeah. Pushing the the decibels like everything's crushed. This I always like, like to refer to it as like like uh, future funk that gives you a sweet tooth. There's like that cavity future yeah. funk because it's so sugary <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. ah, this, come on, you got to take some sugar out of it. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, like this is nice. a solid amount. This was nice. Yeah, <laughs> it like it still holds true to the original, but adds some nice new flair and uh, l- a little bit of chopping in the bridge. Yeah, really nice stuff. Cool. Uh, hopefully they come up with a tape. I messaged him on Twitter. And I see some more people on the VCC asking that as well. So if, uh, if if it becomes a thing, I'll I'll tweet it. You're at the point where you're just commissioning your own tapes now. It's, like, it's actually want- happening. Uh, I'm doing A and R for Tiger Blood, <laughs> but this is just a personal thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm, we just got an Asu Tenki tape um, exclusive information. Might have to cut that actually. <laughs> <laughs> One I've been wanting to put on tape for a long time. So he said yes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we busy out here. Yep. Who are you listening to, um, Rich? Um, so I actually, I saw, and I've seen this picture before um, on the internet, but there's, there's some, some guy that's loaded. Uh, he had a, a, a divider wall made for his house, but the wall is made out of a, a, a Pagani like hypercar which is like some like super expensive, super exclusive uh, car. Um, and it's just like vertically on the wall, um, just kind of dividing the room. It's completely useless, completely insane to do. Um, but it reminded me of like an album cover. Like I know I've seen a cover, an album cover with a car on the wall or, or something like that. And I went and looked and sure enough, Diet Cola um, has an album called uh, Modern Art. And it's got like this car up on the wall of uh, an art museum. Um, so I was listening I to that. I love that record, bit. by the way. What? That's a great record. Yeah, definitely. Sorry so. to interrupt you. No, no worries. So I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that and then just a bunch of other just random stuff um throughout the week. So yeah. Dope. I I my cars are still involved with walls uh for me. So oh, uh, that, I was <laughs> I, I was gonna say always that. with the cars. Pat, if you didn't hear, a a car ran through my office uh, last week. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah. I just like drove through the front window. I was like 15 feet away from it. So that's uh, so you. You were right there. Oh, I was. I was there. Yeah, I (laughs) did it. Okay, did I've always wondered. Like I've seen those videos online where it's like (laughs) it'll show like security footage of like you know an office just chilling, and then next second the car just comes flying through. Did you like hear it? I've always wondered that. Did you hear it coming or no? We. We heard like screeches outside, some tire screeches, which we hear all the time. The intersection's terrible, mm-hmm. but this one was like a little bit more prolonged. And I was waiting for like an impact. Didn't know what it was going to be, but like you knew, you hear like an accident happening, and oh you know something's going to get hit. And I, I kind of just you just look over towards the front window where the sound is kind of coming from, and then it just that's when the impact happened. But the weird thing was, like as soon as it hit, like I was very much aware that a car is coming through the wind like through the front it wasn't like oh my god like what is that like this is crazy it was like okay a car is barreling through here i should probably <laughs> turn and duck and and like it was it was weird it was like obviously like half a second but it it felt like there Deer were like the distinct headlights. pieces of it and it was very much like 
completely coherent and like aware wow. of what was that's, going that's on. That's great. During it. Good thing it was that way. Like that you. Had, <laughs> no, seriously. You yeah, know? it was. It was crazy. So, but yeah, that was that was last week. So, wow, what a week, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, definitely. So, and it's been rough um, out there. So, um, something we talked about last week, uh, we had that discussion on that the the video. Uh, I forget what the name of it was, um, but basically determined like what makes vaporwave and what uh, what qualifies as vaporwave or, mm-hmm. or what feels like vaporwave, and that led us to you know five albums that would qualify for vaporwave one hundred and one. Like if you were to put together a, a list of five albums for someone who's not familiar with vaporwave, what would they be? So, so you put that on a Twitter, and we got hell, hell yeah, a ton of responses. Yeah, I saw that. From you that. guys got like flooded. Yeah, we got a bunch of responses from that. Um, so, but just before we we di- we dive into that, yeah, can I extend that conversation out a tiny bit further? Yeah, and especially because Pad's here. Yeah. Okay, so you know that song I I I linked. <clears throat> Pardon me. And the, I said the video was very aesthetic, and it yes. was sort of made me. You know how I said vaporwave makes me anxious sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's what I get from that video. So. That idea was actually complemented by something I found on Reddit, on the Vaporwave subreddit. You guys may have seen it, actually. And I want to know your thoughts on this, because this one is mad vapor, okay, compared to that other one. And remember, I brought that Sangam album up, yep. and you guys were like, oh, we got like five things about this that are vapor. Okay, here's a big one. All right, guys. Oh, and what was that? What was the song? Max Cooper. Max Cooper repetition. Okay. So this song, this song is actually by MF Doom. Okay. You guys know MF Doom? Yep. Some of you? Okay. So he's a very old school rapper, very prolific, prolific. He's a a big, I hold him very dear to my heart. Like I have a lot of his vinyl. I love his work. It's very, uh, it's like a superhero rap almost like gangster rap, but he has all these like comic book elements to it and superheroes and stuff. And, um, I find it very aesthetic. So he has this one song it's called, um, Zatar. And it was from 2002, I believe way before vaporwave. Is it like the herbs, the the special collection thing, the instrumentals? Special herbs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see it? I saw someone saying like MF Doom created Vaporwave in 2002 or something like that. I saw that on so Twitter or something. This, so I have this LP. I've heard this before. I didn't even clue in like that. I've played it in my own house. That it was vapor. So I'm gonna play a little piece of it. I just want to talk about okay, why is this vapor? Even though it's MF Doom from 2002, and why didn't Vaporwave start? in 2002 or something like that you know so we'll, we'll get there just give me a sec here we go That is vaporwave. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is like the quintessential supermarket like 
synthy track right there. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> very um, infinity frequencies. Uh, yeah. Speaking of, they just oh, okay, yeah, we got to go on another tangent, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> they today they just put out the infinity frequencies box set. I've been talking about all this for all these episodes. Uh, let me link it. Infinity pool. Fucking the infinity pool. Oh, the okay. We got it. <laughs> so it sold out in like a minute. Yeah, uh, like Daniel wanted to get one. He couldn't. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. So, I snagged one. So excited for it, and then like two minutes after it released, he's like, "Fuck, fuck my life." <laughs> oh. Yeah, and 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 people were saying a lot of people got two. I don't think that's the case because I was talking to Nick and he was saying that they made the shipping price if you got if you added two to a hundred dollars. Oh wow! And there weren't any duplicate uh, emails used, so it's oh, maybe people use multiple accounts, but I don't know. Wow. Um, we we got pictures for for looks like it, it was a hundred copies, so it looks like there's eight, maybe eight left, but maybe it just hasn't updated. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this thing is crazy. It's a three D printed computer monitor with the three tapes inside. It was kind of expensive. It's like sixty five. Really cool. Yeah. But I guess the geometric lullaby. Although that was uh, Geo tapes. had that uh the begotten box tapes. I think they just that's did what a, I mean. Yeah, they just did another run of that too. Like I know that sold out super fast, and I think they put up. Oh, more. you did. They put up more this weekend. I think I could be wrong. Oh yeah, there was extra stock. That's yeah. right. Yes. So I, right. I was talking about a geometric lullaby. Like that dude has that hands is... down the best packaging in the game. It is Definitely. so good looking. Even better than Seiko Mart. Seiko Mart is like saying a one, but. I don't geometric yeah. lullabies like the way they shoot their cassettes and like those OB strips on the cassette. It just it's so Defo. nice. So and nice. the tarot cards and the stickers mm-hmm. and the, the 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 special plastic casing thing he uses. Yeah, it's just it's adds such a personal touch, and you know you can be excited for a geometric lullaby physical when it comes in the mail. Mm-hmm because of that but yeah so shouts out to infinity pool for putting out that infinity <coughs> infinity frequencies box set i think they've been working on it for almost like i think it's like nine months damn because they've been going through so much bullshit with the setting up of their factory and like moving it from a, one state to another and i don't know check out the interview it's a good one and those um, 3d printed cases are gonna take yeah. a little while to actually print so mm-hmm. yeah yeah those aren't slow <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway so tangent okay and then we're going back from that tangent to this song i just played mx uh mf doom so let's talk about that what why is that vaporwave why aren't people calling it vaporwave why didn't vaporwave start back when this came out and instead when chuck person's echo jams and um move it all around who, who did move it all around you guys know move it all around right think so there's like so much stuff i feel like i forget sometimes like it was by uh maybe it's not called move it all around what's it oh my god okay you guys talk about the mf doom thing i'm gonna look this shit up (laughs) (laughs) uh so so that mf so what i think when you bring up the point of why wasn't vaporwave let's say coined i guess as a term in 2002 with mf doom with something like that Mm-hmm. I think nowadays, and definitely in the latter part of the 2010s, even in the beginning and middle, but I feel like we've never been, there's never been a time in history where we've been so fascinated with retro technology and going back. Like when you're in the 70s, everyone's focusing on the new things that are coming out then. And then the, the 80s, they're focusing on the future. 90s, you know, it's always the next thing, the next thing. And now it's like 
in the 2010s, we've, we've come to an era where people are like falling in love with taking an old jazz track and putting vinyl crackle on it. Like when did, for the longest time, no one wanted vinyl crackle in their, you know, yeah. music. But now it's like this, it's just, there's a charm to it all. So I think, I think like we were almost subconsciously begging for this, uh, to coin something around yeah. this, this fascination with retro technology. And I think that's why when like mm-hmm. Chuck Person's Echo Jams, Daniel Lopatin came about with like such an emphasis on stressing this aesthetic image in your mind that MF Doom really wasn't doing. Like he was just, you know, your underground, right. like cool ass hip hop producer. Um, but there was like clearly a goal with uh, Echo Jams. It was this like, I know like Daniel Lopatin almost didn't make it with like in a serious way. It was just kind of like for fun for shits and gigs or whatever. Um, and yeah, there's just that whole vibe of just like technology decaying and the echo jams echoing out and stuff. I don't know. I think, like I said, there's just such a fascination now with older stuff that we were almost begging for something to come out of it. And we got vaporwave. We're back then. It was still, you know, everyone was focusing on like harnessing the power of the current state of technology and make their music amazing. And now like we're going back and it's, it's, it's real cool. So <laughs> I think with it's interesting. Oh, I go think ahead. time is really the answer with right. all of this. When, when you deal with technology and anything like that, <clears throat> you know, it comes out, it's cutting edge. Uh, you know, you wait a year or so, and then it's a little outdated. You wait two years, it's kind of outdated. And then there's a period where it's, it's kind of useless. And then at a certain point it becomes retro. You know, we've seen it in the past with, you know, music formats and and just uh, just with a variety of different things so now in 2002 when this album came out computers were advancing at a very very rapid pace at least the the home computer and and what you know we use you know to interact with each other and and in school and everything else uh so the the stuff that vaporwave kind of harp like harkens back to uh, the, these older computers, these Windows 95 machines and, and, and that sort of look and aesthetic and, and, and everything, that was just, that was not cool in 2002. That was just very outdated. If you were using a Windows 95 PC in 2002, it's like you are way behind the times. Whereas now we're, we're so far removed from that that you look back on it and it's like you're looking at it through rose-colored glasses. When in reality, Windows 95 sucks compared to like what we have right now. Like if you tried to go back and use it right now. It wasn't great. It, it's terrible. Like it's it's not good. It's so limited. Like imagine plugging in a flash drive. Like, oh, let me go get a driver for my flash drive so I can plug it in there. Like that that was Windows 95, Windows 98. So, But it's got that aesthetic and it looks cool. So, yeah, you know, we're, we're going nice back to-, to that time. We're far enough removed from that era of technology and, and, and the era that Vaporwave calls back to that there's something to call it. Whereas if this yeah. was only five or 10 years, we'd be having a different conversation about it. Totally. Yeah. Um, so that brings me to another topic. It's just all about the segues, guys. Like, I can't help it. Just so good at it. Um. Something I wanted to talk about was, and I've brought it up on a previous episode, was Ricky Faust's Vaporwave timeline on timetoast.com. Let me link it here. Because we're talking about early Vaporwave, I figured I may as well bring that up. Um, it seemed appropriate. So it's a timeline, a visual timeline that goes left to right of all of the records in Vaporwave that came out since Chuck Person's Echo Jams. So it has the first record by Vectroid, not Vectrum, 
because she has three other albums before Vectroid became a thing. Is 2 Plus 2 and Is AE. Uh, they came out on August 9th and August 10th, 2010. And then goes, oh, it's not 100% complete, but it's just so nice to look at it in this sort of visually represented medium. Uh, we'll link it in the description. It's got Midnight Television on there, 18 Carat Affair, um, Night Signals by Vectroid, Skeleton. Yeah, I'm going real quick. Go- and yeah, I'm like mesmerized by this. I'm going through it and it's yeah. like, it's, it's released, released, released. All of a sudden you get to December of 2013 and it explodes. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why is that? Look at this. Why? Well, you had Floral Shop come out, but Floral Shop didn't get big for a while. Like it wasn't this, you know, big thing for a little like it's bit. Like and then look at that. Like you got the George skies. Clanton release on December 20th, 2012. And after that, it's like a mountain. It wow. is a mountain. That is it's, cool. It's beautiful. So it is beautiful. Everybody check this out. You can check out some old OG records you hadn't heard of. Uh, it's a great way to see what was going on when and get a real context for how Vaporwave came to be over the years. That's awesome. All right. So cool. Back to it. The MF Doom Agnos. Did you have anything? Uh, you know, it's funny. December 20th, 2012 was the day before the world was supposed to end. And that's when all the Vaporwave showed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that. The world did it. end. That's, that's when it ended. It. <laughs> Everyone was like, okay. We're still here. Still I'll here. finally, because you know how people procrastinate, <laughs> right? I'm just like, it's like staring. I'm like looking at all. They these all records. wanted to make vaporwave. Just so many of them. Like it started right about there. Yeah, I don't know how to scale and accurate this is. Like, looks like there was nothing November 2012 or re- October 2012, for example. And later in the years, obviously there was way more. So I say it's incomplete. But like you know, May 2017 had a but ton of releases but there's nothing there so mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not fully completed mm-hmm. but um i wanted to give ricky foss a shout out for working on this and everybody send this guy a message like you know not just to ask beg him to complete it but like as a <laughs> shout out to for being consistent and maintaining it yeah that's this do is not take cool. it down ricky this is real cool do not take it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's like spaces where you can put descriptions and everything. It'd be cool if we had. Yeah, I'm clicking that too. That's that's so cool. Uh, yeah, it'd be really nice if we kind of had a little bit of background on all their albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't link the album, so you have to like copy and paste that. Maybe we can get someone to volunteer and help Ricky Foss link it. For sure, exactly. I don't know, but yeah, this is a very cool little thing here. I keep referring back to. Uh, so let's go to let's play the song feel it all around it wasn't move it all around it was feel it all around this to me is a first vaporwave song like echo jams vectroid stuff sure this is by washed out and he did not this is not but intended to be vaporwave at all um but it's this is like if there's anything that sounds vaporwave to me this early this would be my number one so let's play it
strange, uh, strange urge to, to go to Portland, Oregon. Right <laughs> it's from that show. Isn't that the theme song for a show? That's the theme from Portland. Portlandia, yeah, yeah. It's funny, that that EP, uh, there's a song on there called Lately, and I heard that song for the first time on Pandora when I was in high school. And like you were saying about uh, Rich with this whole thing where we weren't really focusing on past technology because it was like outdated. I never got any sort of um, like aesthetic vibe as we would call it now. Um, listening to that, I just thought it was a cool track and like I added it to my favorites. But yeah, I I first heard this this EP like way before I discovered or way before Vaporwave even started. I think I don't know exactly when when this came out, but Life of Leisure had to be in the two thousands. Um, but yeah, like it, it's weird. It yeah, is a weird concept. Yeah, I had a roommate that actually introduced me to Washed Out after I told him about Vaporwave. He's like, oh, it sounds, it sounds like Washed Out because I never heard of them before. And mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. he when he showed it to me, I'm like, dude, this is totally like Vaporwave, but this is like way before Vaporwave ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the music is, is the style and the, the, the whole musically, we, we all will go to like music production school and stuff. So like we can mm-hmm. basically break down that all the concepts of this music is very much applies to how Vaporwave is kind of made too. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh shit! Oh, guys, <clears throat> I just remembered something. I was like, uh, you were gonna say none of this was recording. It's <laughs> nothing related to <laughs> what we're talking about whatsoever. I'm sorry, but uh, okay. Before I forget, I want to do a podcast episode where we do OG Vaporwave. But also, um, remember on the last one, I was talking about. Oh wait, you haven't listened to that episode yet, Pony? Did you hear it yet? The one. I said, listen to the end. No, I haven't got a chance to yet. God, <laughs> dang. <laughs> okay, well, listen to it because in that one, we talk about um, a disclosure track. You know, disclosure mm-hmm. yep. is like a pop. He's not vaporwave. He did a future funk song. Yep. Oh, and we talked about that a while Love ago. Can't be so hard or something like that. Did we? Oh my god, I'm embarrassed. Well, we talked about it again. <laughs> That's my memory. That actually might have been like before you were on the show, Indy. Okay. But all right. I remember mentioning like like disclosure is doing like a future funk track. Like that's not Yeah. So it I was talking to Melanade and it it turns out just like ah fuck. Let me pull up the message. So the disclosure track you sampled the exact same part of the exact same song as as a track that Melanade made back in twenty seventeen. The disclosure one came out in twenty 18 oh Uh -uh. so that's kind of funny (laughs) Hmm. yeah so we'll we'll leave it at that uh anyway (laughs) should we get to the vaporwave 101 list oh yeah please that's what that's what we were doing yes (laughs) kind of please thank you um so we had asked people to give us their their five vaporwave 101 albums that you would uh suggest to someone who is completely new to the genre and looking to kind of get into it. So, uh, Pad, you had given us a list of five, mm-hmm. uh, and yours were Groceries, Yes, We're Open, uh, Cat Corp, Hyareth, uh, Mac Plus Floral Shop, Waterfront Dining Swag, and Telepath, Another Night Together. Yes. Nice. Why Why those albums? Why, what were your... What was your thought process with, uh, with pressures that? on? Yeah, bro. so I I try when when I hear like explain something with five things about it, blah, 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 
like I immediately think up. of just Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet. Like, what, what, <laughs> okay, like, yeah, what yeah. is the Infinity Gauntlet of Vaporwave? That's what I'm thinking here. So it's like you got to go through every style. Like you got to go through everything. But with all the subgenres of Vaporwave, you would need like a gauntlet with like 75 gems, holes mm-hmm. in them. And I was like, you know what? Let me like take a step back and like really think what's the best way to show someone everything that's going on. So I said... um, I said Here I Ath by Cat Core because I think that is the best example of like just a really hefty presentation of Vaporwave with like every track is different from one another. Some are just slow, just samples slow down with nothing, you know, beyond it. And then some like there's that track on there. It translates to like Turtle Bay or something, but it's this really funky yeah. sample with a very weird time change and a really cool drum loop on it. So like you have stuff like that. Then he has almost these like super long stretches of synth, like mall soft stuff. So here I, have to th- I think is the perfect, like just uh hub world. I would say for someone who wants to listen to vaporwave and constantly be on their toes for every album. Then yes, we're open is simple. It's a, it's a goddamn supermarket. Like that's how, how can you get any more vaporwave than that? And I just, yeah. I think that album, that is like, to me, that's still, I always say that's my favorite vaporwave album. It's just, there's so much yeah. personality with that album that like, oh, like you would cut it with a knife. Like it's, it's, it's so you're just there when you listen to it. So that one's you know, oh, definitely. straightforward with that. Then I have the tape. I'm hold. I'm actually, I can touch it. Yeah. No, I have the tape too. But when he did that whole shoppers bundle thing. Nice. Yeah. So I, yeah. Got, so that's in my list. Then I said Mac plus Photoshop shop because like hate it or love it. Um, and I think a lot of people who complain about it or say it, so like, I think everyone still listens to Floral Shop. There's just something about it that like you, you go back to it from time to time and it, it's, you know, obviously the most classic, it's the mothership as I like to call it. Um, and it's, it's a great example of what Vaporwave is with the, the treatment of samples and the pitch drops and just the weird stutter chops and like, can, you know, one measure will end and then it'll, the next measure will happen like already a couple seconds into that measure. It's just like weird stuff like that, that I really like. So that's that one. Um, what else did I say, Rich? I'm like forgetting. Waterfront dining swag. Okay. So waterfront dining swag. I, I think waterfront dining is the perfect example of it, especially his earlier stuff. Um, very simple production. The beauty of Vaporwave is that you could do whatever the hell you want. And like there's a, a fun um, charm to like simple. I guess some people would call it lazy Vaporwave because some of the stuff that waterfront dining does is just straight up the sample, you know just slow down with like just a drum behind it, barely any chops. But I still find that like, it's, it's fun. It just adds to this big pile of vaporwave that you can get lost in. And that's a great representation of, uh, of some really like cheeky little samples in there. And like I, uh, the song game, I think is like one of my favorite vaporwave tracks ever. And it's on there. Um, so that's that one. And then what was the last one? I'm like, I'm drawing blanks. Telepath, another night together. Yes. Okay. So telepath, another night together. I put that one on there. That's an interesting you need, choice. You need like a slushy, super stretched out example of vaporwave if you really want to show someone that, like, like show someone what vaporwave is all about. Because that side of vaporwave is also just, it's a gold mine, I think. And what better way to represent that, like, 11, 12, 13 minute long, just ambient swooshes than telepath? Um, so I think, like, those five, that's really the perfect example. And if I could throw in a sixth, I would give it to a future funk release. And I'm not sure what I would put because I would say hit vibes. But as I as like time progresses, I really find hit vibes to not necessarily be future funk, but like just the perfect example of like a vapor funk, like the, a split between vapor yeah. and future funk. It's it's not really future funk. Like tracks like around 
it just it doesn't feel like future funk, but mm. it's something. It's it's beyond vaporwave, uh, at least in like a dancey, op, you know, poppy little vibe. But I I would give it to a future funk album. I just don't know which one I would give it to. So I, we got a, a ton of responses from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've got a few notable ones right here, and then I can kind of get any voicemails. What? Voicemails? Um, I don't have any voicemails for any Fuckers. of them. But I have... I'm uh, not going to lie. I was, voicemails, I was thinking of calling you guys in and asking for a pizza. Like, I was at work. Lazy. I was like, I can't, I can't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I got five from uh, Magdalene Rose. Uh, oh, cool. She gave me a list. Um, hers are uh, Neo Cali by Vectroid. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to throw a Future Funk album in there um, for kind of the same reasons you were just talking about. And she... Uh, included Remember by EVEXI. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh, nice. Yep. Uh, she also had Groceries, Yes, We're Open. Mm-hmm. Uh, haircuts for Men, Early Tape Works. She loves Haircuts for Men. I see her post about loves, uh, loves haircuts all for the time. Yeah, yeah, that's another good one. Another classic. And Blank Banshee Mega. Don't, I mean, that's yeah. a great <clears throat> list right there. Yeah. That's a great list. Yeah. Um, another one from Tupperwave. They included Floral Shop, uh, Meltnet Excite, mm-hmm. Vaporor Manipool, St. Pepsi Winter Circle, and Luxury Elite World Class. Mm-hmm. That's another good, a one. good one. <laughs> yep. Um, I gotta I gotta say Twin Pines Mall's selections. Did you see those? Uh, Twin Pines Mall. I what do you have it up in front of you? Oh yeah, I got it. Uh, uh, Chuck Persons okay. Echo Jams. Uh, Dwayne Swade Wave Runner. That's that record, Dwayne Swade. Do you guys know that I Wave Runner? Don't, I don't know, dude. It's so it's such a good album. Nobody knows it, it may, probably because it came out on IP, uh, Illuminated Paths. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's really old, 2013. It's a, it's such a neat record, man. It's, everybody go give it a check. Give it a I'll check right check now. That out. Yeah, yeah um, Dwayne Swade also had uh, Vestige Vapor, Feeling Good. Such a good album. Death Dynamic Shroud, I'll Try Living Like This, and Mac Plus Floral Shop. Mm. Porter Vong gave us a list. Uh, oh, yeah. DDS Live from Japan, and four other albums, I guess. <laughs> I love Porter. Basically I was, so, I was talking oh, to man. Porter for like a, an hour at Electronicon. Like that. He's a like a cool, cool dude. Such a fun time. He, yeah. Yeah. I think Porter's putting something out soon. Yes. yes. He, he, he is. We, um, you know what? Let's we better not. So. <laughs> okay. Um, what I what I found interesting through all of these these submissions that we got. So like I, I read Tupperwave's list, um, and it was you know pretty you know it's kind of what you expected. But then other people are including Tupperwave to you, baby, with love, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like these the yeah, artists are like you know mine. commenting on that, and like they're talking about other people, and they're all like recommending each other for like what vaporwave like you know. The, the the um like the cornerstones of the genre essentially so um it's pretty cool um some other notable um suggestions that we got birth of a new day obviously palm mm-hmm. mall um we talked about mana pool blank banshee zero uh heavy black heart agnos and you suggested that equip mm-hmm. i dream of a place in the sky um someone voted said sandra wave from cat corp as well mm-hmm. Here's my list. Right um, I had to look for it. So we got a at virtua.zip from mm-hmm. uh, um, eSpirit. So quite a variety of of albums that we got here. But um, I like it when people post the like 
lesser known ones. I don't know why. I've always been into the like, when something gets big, I'm like, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it sucks now. Are you a vaporwave hipster, Indy? Yes. Once it gets too popular, you can't but listen someone, to it anymore. Someone linked um, Contemporary Sapporo. That record just cuts to the core of me. But, you it's know, OG, but not many people bring it up. It gets looked over. But if you're going to try to intro someone, you know, dip your toes into the, the pool, if you will, um, are you going to go for the real like obscure stuff? Or are you going to go for the, you know, the intro level mm-hmm. stuff? That's or what the, I was thinking. Yeah, that's that's you know, yeah it's a great thing. question. Like, I don't, here's the thing. I don't want, because it's really easy to contaminate people's view of Vaporwave and have them look at it as a sort of meme or it's shallow mm-hmm. or something. So I want to give them those like, the deep dives. That's why I always veer away from, um, not Macross, from Floral, Floral Shop mm-hmm. because it's so easy for them to be like, oh yeah, I already know what Vaporwave is because I've seen that. It's like, nah, man. Oh, and um, Atmospheres 1 to 4 by uh, Echo Virtual. Like Banshees. Yeah, uh, uh, Echo Virtual. Yeah. Yep. Dude, dude, for sure. Yeah, like, those are classic. I would do that because it's not like in your face, like, check me out on Vaporwave. It's like, <laughs> um, you can take your own meaning from it. So I wouldn't do any vapor trap. I would mall soft, bit of broken transmission. I think for me, I would want to hit as many, like five different genres for sure. But I never actually gave my full five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I was but talking I guess I, to, there's um, five or so there. I was talking to Skeleton Lipstick. Um, shout out to Chris. Awesome dude. Uh, so I was talking to Skeleton yeah. Lipstick because we were trying to plan something to get me at Terminally Chill in Philly. So a couple months ago, we met up at a bar. And uh, we were talking, he said something about like Vaporwave um, and when it comes to explaining it to people and it was the perfect way to, to, he just described it so perfectly. And I forgot what he said word by word for word, but he said something along the lines of Vaporwave is the genre that like people already like, they just don't know. So it's like (laughs) people can relate so much to this, like to the aesthetic of it, to this like over romanticizing the past and like all these things. And that's why like, and I totally agree with you, Indy, this whole, you don't want, you know, to show someone something and make them be like, wow, okay, this dude just, you know, took a sample, bit a sample and like slowed it down, mm-hmm. big deal. But I think at the other end, uh, and like I always say, there's this charm to the simplicity side of it all where it's like, yeah. you know what, like this dude just literally threw this up here in an hour and fuck it. Like, it's just kind of, it's <laughs> chill. Yeah. It's like, it's, there's, there's a, there's a calmness to it all where like so many producers out there and, and not saying this is bad this is obviously good but like they'll spend months and months on these albums and it's like vaporwave you can get one dude making like saint pepsi made five albums in like two months and, or something in, in 2013 and they're all like beloved like they're classics you know so mm-hmm. it's that's the beauty of vaporwave you could you could see it in a cheap way you could see it like oh, i'm not going to listen to this unless it's you know, really well produced so, and stuff. It's it's all awesome. I love it. I love vaporwave. Does speak does speaking charm... of uh, skeleton lipstick, mm-hmm. real quick. Yeah. Um, his five on there: uh, late night delight, DDS. I'll try living like this. Blank Banshee Zero, Dream Sequence, and George Clinton. One hundred percent electronica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like perfect. Dream too. Sequence. That's a good one. Definitely. Yep. <clears throat> it's it for uh, for a one on one top fiver. So is the charm. Here, here's a good question. If you're just getting into Vaporwave, do you experience the same charm from something like, I don't know, Infinity Frequencies or Waterfront as you do when you're maybe a year in or you're an expert or you're 
a collector? When, what point does it become charming? For me, like when I first heard Floral Shop, it was right away. That It was like the first <laughs> 10 seconds, I was like, there was something about this that sounded yeah. like, I, the first thing I thought was this sounded like an old educational CD-ROM game, like booting up. Like that's what I thought. Yeah. And I was like, I just connected to that like past, like I just felt like I was, I remember back in the day, like when I was a kid, my grandparents lived next door to me. So I, they had a old PC in the basement with all these like, you know, like, Remember like Putt Putt Goes to the Moon? Remember those games? Like Pajama Sam? Those, do you remember those? Uh, I know Math Blaster. Shit, okay, exactly. Same same thing. But like it just okay. it took me back to like <laughs> just sitting there and like playing those games and the sounds that would come out of the computer. So for me, right, yeah. it was right away. Um, and then now like I still do get that charm. I think Vaporwave has become more of an umbrella term than anything else at this point for me it's like mm-hmm. it's beyond the music so. anymore it's about like the friends i've made and and just the community and hanging out with people trying to figure out when the next live show is going to be we could all meet up like it's beyond everything than it was in the beginning and like it i think it's cool like i think yeah, it's okay i, that I it totally agree with that it's like they yeah. feel like vaporwave is just is more community than just physic than just the music or even mm-hmm. the art i feel like oh, the, the people have a lot to do with it yeah, like yeah. you said last time, um, you can't. It's best to show somebody vaporwave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which uh, mm-hmm. got me to wonder is like, how many of you have actually convinced your friends to listen to vaporwave? They've been converted into the vapor realm and wanted to start digging for themselves. It's a it's a struggle, <laughs> it is, dude. To be honest, it's I have one. <laughs> dude, me too. I have one friend out of one all, like, out of all my friends, one friend who's like I, who uh, could actually like dig it. And I'm, I'm like, I talk about this to freaking everybody, my entire family, all my <laughs> friends are sick of it. They're like, oh yeah, Josh, he's the vaporwave guy. <laughs> it's funny. You can kind of like, out of your friend group, maybe it's just me, but you can kind of like, know you're like, okay, this guy, he's going to be the one to like mm-hmm. it. I totally out agree. Of, you know, <laughs> I, someone, I think it was Dan Mason or Porter Vong on Twitter recently said, I, I made two discoveries, it was Porter. I made two discoveries today. One. I forget what that one was. Number two <laughs> was all like a lot of uh, vaporwave fans are just like emo or scene kids of some kind. <laughs> oh man, I've... that found their new um, outlet as uh, adults. Uh, so. Oh man, I wish I could say that. I wasn't really like super into like the emo scene scene. Back in maybe it's not emo music, but like you know, our era of like I'm a depressed teenager. Now I'm just a depressed working middle class person. (laughs) (laughs) Someone, someone, give me something I deserve. (laughs) Anyway, good tangents, everybody. Yeah. What what were we talking about? Uh, The one on one point. I don't. Yeah. Okay. I think we think we covered that pretty well. Okay. okay. Um, so we, so, we talked a lot about floral shop. Speaking of floral shop, guys, uh, did you know that there's a new place where you can go and buy floral shop on vinyl? Oh, right now? yeah. Yes, there is. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you something. That, <laughs> are you going to bring up what I think? Man, let me up? tell you something. I'm not going to say anything, but I was approached by this person. I oh, mean, did you? I, I got approached. Really? Yeah. I, How long ago? This was a little oh, while ago. I got approached, um, and they were saying if I'd want to do a review about it, they'd send me a free vinyl. I I didn't even um I didn't even respond. Wait, they asked if you wanted to review Floral Shop. If I wanted if or something or like it might have not been that or like review their because it must have had to do with their with with like they were doing 
some sort of sale. Like, oh, what the fuck was it? God damn it. I'm trying to look through my tweets. I think it was the salon, the, One of my tw- the salon castle or something. Like that other venture. Oh, nail release. salon? It was a bundle. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what is that? But one of my tweets to him was, because he kept saying like, all I want to do is bring a great product to the market. Private Suite c- created a hate campaign against me, oh leading gosh. me on DMs as I've never proven. It was their idea to run the competition. Absolute jerks. And I was just like, never, never do business with these con artists. And everyone in the scene was just like, uh. What? No. <laughs> what? And dude, have like, you been reading this guy's tweets? I said, he's been like, Private um, Suite. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, I was just saying, this guy's been bashing the Vaporwave community like nonstop. Like, you're trying to sell a bootleg of the most infamous vinyl record to a group of fans, but you've like only been here, like, you created your account, what, like a week ago? And yeah. Oh. And that, that's, he, that's kind he of replied what replied to me <clears throat> and then deleted it. I never saw it. <laughs> Fuck. This, okay, this whole well, thing my, was my just. Tweet was, Hate campaign, private suite hate campaign. Yeah, we're such a bunch of jerks, eh, guys? You are a complete joke. And then he said, Your magazine owner led me on a bunch of lies. It's like, oh, yeah, he's okay. a big liar, like, total liar. He's like the most trustworthy, nicest person on the planet. It's like, how does this make sense? Calls me a troll. It's like, dude, this is the whole most hilarious the whole thing person. is just it was just ridiculous like <laughs> you know at first it seemed like kind of like all right whatever you know we can do something but then it was like yeah like you should just like totally stick me on the cover of your magazine like you guys would like move like so many like more more magazines because like my face will be on the cover like i'm featured on fantano <laughs> like this is like you guys it'll be great Who for wants you guys to touch wait me? this guy was on fantano no <laughs> Like, what the fuck? like i don't know why you would even say that like that, that's so easy to verify <laughs> this guy, like, <laughs> I'm like i don't know this hey, guy you, is look, just, you gotta hustle you gotta hustle to make I mean, yes man hustle. but it, like if he really <laughs> thinks that like this community is that naive or stupid it's just yeah. like it's that's just crazy. really ignorant man <laughs> yeah no, i know I, 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 I thought it was like, a joke i can't tell if this guy's just trolling or if he's like legit just thinks that we're fucking recent, we're, we're just stupid or something <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I, I don't. I don't know. It, it's. Thing. I'm tempted to buy to actually buy one of the vinyls and just, just see just, if it just shows see if you up. get a real one. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I mean, worst case scenario, like I'll like yeah. if I don't get anything, I'll just you know you can just PayPal. Yeah, like you just claim that they never sent it. Yeah, and you yeah. get your money back, and if you do get it, then whatever, we'll give it away with. Is, I wonder if it's a something. boot or if these are the ones that never got sent out to all the people who should have got them. I, Did he I say what color it was? He says it's pink. It's pink. It's pink. That's the original. It's a secretly, um, the dude. What's the so, same one that, t- that, Todd. that Todd was supposed to send out? I have, I mean, I have the one from Todd. That's it. Um, some uh, fan you know, fiction. I actually there. managed to get, I think, Pad, you have the same one also. Yeah, I, um, I got lucky. I mean, that was, there was just that small group of people that got it. Um, yeah. And like I tell everybody this all the time, Pad Channington wasn't me. even a thing yet when that album came, when the record came out. And just thank God, honestly, thank God <laughs> for. Old English spelling bee because that's the first video that kind of set the channel up for me. So, I mean, weird, <laughs> yeah, weird, man. The way things work is just weird. But yeah, I have one of the right OG place, right things. time, yo. Nice. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal with this guy is. I just the whole thing was just kind of hilarious. And you know, if you if you want to go find it, you can go find it. I'm not going to link to anything with it, but um, it's. I mean, he's got a big inventory right now. It's it's Mac Plus Floral Shop floral shop and tanning salon double whammy yes that's what and a t-shirt that says death grips is online oh my god for 35 salon re- release was 
was printed by Todd as well, just so everybody knows. What was that? The Tanning Salon release? Yeah. It was by Todd as well. Okay. On OESB. This is 100% Todd. I mean, it has to be. It, it's 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 got to be his brother uh, at, a, at a minimum. I, I don't know. Whatever. I just I we had to touch on it. It's it's hilarious. Um, you know what? It, if anything, it was great publicity for Private Suite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love this. He just he just sent over. Uh, Mesh is saying, that, like, "I already paid for this," and he responds, "Thank you. If you win the competition, we'll refund your order." <laughs> that had me dying so hard, dude. <laughs> And he's like, no, man, I paid paid for this two years ago and never received it. (laughs) 38 likes. Oh, my God. My eyes are watering. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the fucking greatest thing. That's enough of... of Sorry. (sighs) Sorry, Pat. No, it's like... (laughs) Long story short, buy from people you trust. (laughs) Not from idiots like this guy. (sighs) Okay. Don't trust the floral shop vinyl unless you have it in your hand. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, do you guys want vaporwave or do you want truth? Truth. Give me the truth. There's, there's an art. There's an. So, okay. Here's the story. So, when I first discovered vaporwave, it was like 2016, something like that. Quite shortly after that, I came across this article. Let me post it here. It's on cap- capaciousjournal.com and it's by Alakan. K- K-O-C. Wait, Indy, real quick. Yeah. I think your audio is a little crunchy. Uh, does anyone else hear that? Oh, it gets, it gets crunchy. It sometimes. But on my end, it's fine. Oh, perfect. Sorry. Go ahead. I like a little crunch. <laughs> <laughs> my spinach, Agnos. Oh, yeah. Super crunchy. That, that yeah. way. <laughs> so, okay. This article, I was always mystified by it because I was like, wow, people are writing all this. This is a long article. It's a thesis on vaporwave and in 2017 i was like wow this is so cool so i read it and i was like okay you know i've absorbed the information i've forgotten most of it now but uh go through my entire vaporwave journey until maybe two or three months ago um i have private suite issue seven in hand i'm shipping it out to our canadian customers i have an extra bunch and i'm like you know there's a vaporwave store in toronto sort of it's dupe dupe shop duplication.ca most people know them they have a physical store in toronto that's where the tape swap is for essential actually so you can get your cassette fill at the dupe shop if you'd like they have an entire vaporwave section we also sell our magazine there and because i went to go drop it off on this day go drop it off i'm talking to the staff the guy uh, garrett he's a super og loves vaporwave you'll all meet him if you come to the tape swap a uh, very great person, likely involved in a lot of the releases you guys are ordering from du- duplication.ca. And there's this other guy, I forget his name, maybe it was Nick, working there. And I we were talking about the magazine. He was like, wow, it's so cool. I was like, yeah, me and my buds do it. We started, well, it was started, you know, a year ago, whatever, just over a year. We're on issue I guess, seven or eight at the time. Um, issue 10 is about to come out, everybody. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Just uh forewarning the digital will be coming up soon but uh so i'm talking to this nick guy and he's like yo like this is a fucking good magazine like really really good i have a friend who writes um who wrote a vaporwave article he's like writing one right now and it would fit in this magazine really well i'm like oh dude it's totally i'm totally hit him up show him the magazine ask him if he's interested give me an email week goes by a couple weeks go by don't hear anything and i email them 
try to get in contact with this Nick guy I was talking to. Na, 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 na. It was like a whole thing. Finally get in touch with him. He wasn't him that wrote it. It was his friend. Uh, was, I think, um, sorry, his friend didn't write it. It was his friend's friend. So I finally get in touch with his friend's friend. Turns out he lives in Toronto. He And he's the guy that wrote this, this fucking article <laughs> from 2017. So I'm like, dude, like no fucking way. He's the guy. And now he might actually write something for us upcoming because it would be oh, weird nice. to take this because I, you know, I did want something for the magazine, but we'll link this article. It's, do you want vaporwave or do you want truth? A very, very interesting and cognitive article, quite um, um, prolific and sort of conscientiously polemical. Makes you think, tries to stir you up a little bit as far as vaporwave and um, like our general pop culture go. Uh, so check it out. It's very, very cool stuff. Very, very interesting article and a lot of great music mentioned. Okay. Breathe a little Somebody bit. Somebody else I mean, speak that now. Well, that was good. I'm a little wasted. <laughs> that was good. I, I, I'm, at, I'm in that sweet spot of being wasted where it's like you can get this shit done real well. <laughs> so I'm going to be sloshed by the end of this. There's a like, lot of different examples of the art. There's so much of it. Yeah, I'm scrolling yeah. through it too. Real cool. Yeah, so I'll, I've seen most of this stuff over the years. <laughs> yeah. So that was... um discussion topic but i didn't really ask any questions <laughs> i think um, it's okay <laughs> if you guys were to were to read the next issue of private suite issue 11 i guess because issue 10 is done what what's an article you would want to like see hmm. like what's something you want to be see written and you would actually read it while we're on the whole hmm. thesis thesis topic let me that's a good question let me think for a sec have we talked about consumerism at all? As far as like uh, consumerism, how it's changed over the last 20 years and how it's actually affecting Vaporwave. And ironically, we, we were buying a bunch of tapes, but we were in the beginning, it seemed like that is the music that we were making was intended to kind of just disappear anyways. Mm-hmm. And now we're paying for right? it. <laughs> we had that infinity and, and pool box set. It's physically like... there and that won't like disappear with the rest of the world. Well, it was, it was like things on the internet just like kind of just get erased Mm -hmm. and so are we making things now to instill them in time and history Mm -hmm. and a physical outlet that can't really be destroyed unless you know the tape wears out or whatever right or are we making them for consumerist ideals which is sort of contradictory to the original idea of vaporwave until like private caller and shit came in Hmm. because that's like so i just think it's like a Mad consumerism. Just thinking because right? uh, this is Black Friday. My family goes nuts for Black Friday, and I don't leave my house for Black Friday. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's just crazy. So you didn't buy? Anything? Yeah, well, I don't. Um, this time, not this year. Like a couple years ago, I was buying a whole bunch of stuff for my studio, like a bunch of plugins and gear. But I'm like at that point where I don't need anything, and anything I just buy now is just because I want to have it. And yeah. um, I'm also like tight on cash so i'm like trying not to spend stuff because i want to plan this trip to you gotta save for your i gotta flight. save for this flight i gotta save for the la trip i have coming up for uh, new year's eve um <laughs> it's just uh yeah i can't i can't be fucked just spending all kinds of money that's the george yeah that's the george clinton <laughs> yeah george clinton's uh new year's eve party uh they announced uh, i don't know if we talked about it but they announced the uh other three artists that are going to be playing there please it will be george clanton negative gemini death dynamic shroud and vapor Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so 
Fuck, I wish I could go. Yeah. Man, I want to see the Reaper. He was That's my gonna favorite. That's going to be just super awesome. I'm I'm like even more excited about it now. And um, I already have a, a BNB and going to be carpooling with some friends. Tight. Nice. Tight, tight. Yo, Pat, did we talk about your new record at all? No, not yet. I, I totally oh, forgot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, 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 I meant totally to do that forgot. at the beginning. No, that's fine. God I, trust damn me, dude, I've been I've been working and thinking about it all week. This is like a such a nice break. <laughs> like I totally forgot about <laughs> yeah. it. But but yeah. Um, okay. So have you been working on anything lately, Pat? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, so my new album, Do Dropper, will be drop will be dropping uh, this Friday. It's going to be the same release style as I did Contrast, which I really like how that went where I just released the album on my YouTube channel, like a live stream. And we almost kind of had this like party in the chat. Like a listening like party. That. So, that was the funnest. Yeah, man. That was, that was I, show I, I was, I want to be there for that this time. I, I texted my friends and I was like, uh, I was like, guys, I want to do something. You know, I'm dropping the album. I want to do something. So we went to my buddy's place. Um, we just got like two thirties and like, it was like 15 of us or something. We were hanging out and it was so cool. Just like watching the people come in and like talk and stuff like that. So Definitely going to do something like that again, um, but it's going to come out this Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time on my channel, Pat Chennington. And uh, afterwards, it sh- it will, um, I'm not going to say because I just want to make sure it's 100% confirmed, but it will be coming out on a label. Um, so you'll be able to catch it there. And uh, as it was, it's going to be free download. Um, I want to make sure all my digital music is free. Sweet. You know, that's just I that, love that. Yeah, nice and simple. Um and no, nothing yet for physicals. Uh, I'm just trying to focus on getting it out because the reason why I started making music in the first place was so I can have my own material to play live alongside with other people's stuff. Because when I first was trying to play live, I didn't make music yet, but I've, I've DJed before. Um, just DJ. Yeah, I've, like in high school, yeah, I used exactly. to DJ and whatnot. But I didn't want to like just not like only play other people's stuff. I was like, I got to have some of my own stuff. So that's why I made contrast. So Anytime I'm making music, it's just for the goal to have more music to play live. So pretty much, you know, Aesthetic Nights is around the corner. Essential is in April. Then I got Terminally Chill. Like, it's perfect. I have just a bunch of, you know, nine more tracks to at my disposal uh, to throw around live. But I, this this album is definitely, definitely different than Contrast, I would say. Um, What's it called? Dew Dropper. So it's it's a it's oh, an yeah. old 20s term for like a couch potato or something like that. I I just thought it was dude a cool word. <laughs> so I was like, dude dropper. I like that. Cause I, the, the album is about the contrast was, uh, was dedicated to my love for boxing. I'm a huge, huge boxing fan. Um, so I just, I always thought like boxing clubs from like the eighties and like Rocky movies, oh, yeah. like when he's fighting Ivan Drago and he's running through the snow like that. I love that. So I wanted to dedicate it to that vibe, like high energy and whatnot. And dude dropper on the, on the other hand, um, it's dedicated to like, just, it, it do dropper means like a someone who doesn't do anything, not a go getter or whatnot. And I find myself now um, with you know my real job with Pad Chennington, which is all these other projects I'm doing in my life. I always find myself to knock something out and then constantly move on to the next one. And I, it's very hard for me yeah. to find time to like just smell the roses and be like, you know what? Let me like chill, relax, yeah. blah blah blah. And it's bittersweet. It's definitely bittersweet. So this album, for it to be about like someone who's not a go getter, a, a couch potato, or not. It's kind of dedicated to me, like weirdly enough, trying to find more of that in my life because I'm just always focusing on the next thing. And like I said, it's bittersweet because I get, you know, I make content and like move on to the next project and the next one. But like some days I wish I could just, you know, sit on the goddamn couch 
like, I don't know, play Fallout or something and like not be like, you know, damn, I got to work on a video or damn, I got to do this. So it's dedicated to that. And it's, um, it's also dedicated towards, uh, to my friends, not that I'm saying they're couch potatoes, but just like, I, <laughs> let's be know, honest. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe some of them, but, but, uh, it's dedicated to like my friends. I've, I tried to get everyone I know involved in the album some way or another. So like the, the album cover, the, the photo was taken by my friend, Ryan, who actually does the photos for electronic. You probably know who it is. Oh, Chance Ryan, yeah, dude. So, he's a, yeah, man. Freaking oh, badass, he's a man. He's a, oh my dude, God. he's a, another story. I'm not going to keep diving into stories, but we've linked his, we've talked yeah, that about guy, him. He's the man. He's the dopest man. Let me tell you about Ryan. So Ryan was the first person I ever met as Pat Jennington ever. Ever, oh, ever. Really? it was yeah i was going to a young bay show in like 20 okay, yeah. i think it was and i said i was going to on twitter and this is when i had around i don't even think i had a thousand subscribers yet and i said on twitter oh, i'm going to the young bay show and he messaged me and he was like i'm going there too is it cool if i meet you and i was like yeah like sure of course i met him at the show um and ever since then we've become so close i, I mean i always see him he lives in brooklyn and i'm in jersey so like i'll just go there you know, like once a month and we'll just go out to eat and we'll just work on things. He'll, you know, we'll do photography work. He'll shoot something for me. Like I did a, a video on my favorite vinyl shop in Brooklyn and he filmed it. So like, you know, shout out to the vaporwave scene again, just making these friendships happen and everything. But, but yeah, Ryan, he did the photo for Dewdropper by accident. I saw it on his Instagram. <laughs> he just took a picture of his bedroom and I was like, dude, I love this photo. Can I use it for the album cover? He was like, yeah. So I like, like blew the shit out of it with contrast and darkened it and all this stuff. But that photo he originally took and uh, my friend, Sam, who does calligraphy, uh, she did the dewdropper font. So shout out to Sam. And, um, you know, just, I had friends help me, you know, set up recording for it and all this stuff. Like I really tried to get everybody in on it. So it's kind of dedicated to them too. But uh, I'm really, I'm really pumped to drop this thing. It is. I'm really proud of it. Uh, Shout out to Fiber for the mastering and the mixing. And uh, shout out to the features on there. I got Hatena. Uh, for those who don't know, Hatena, kind of low, Tight. you know, low future funk. Not low as in quality, but like kind of no one really knows about them. And I was hoping. Interview coming up yeah, soon. And I, oh, really? Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So I'm, you know, I'm hoping Hatena gets some more uh, recognition with his stuff. Future funk artist there. Then I got uh, Fiber on a track. We've always wanted to work on a track together. So I got a track on that with him. And you, you posted those on YouTube, right? Miami? Well, that's, that's for Aesthetic Nights specifically. So those are the two collaboration tracks. It was me, Fiber, and Power PCMA. Those aren't going to be on my personal album. Oh, yeah, those are two okay, separate sorry. just tracks we wanted to make for the event and put those on that exclusive the concert vinyl. vinyl or whatever. Oh, man. Yeah. Cool. And then the other... Great tracks. I... I Dude, you guys don't even know how an insane fiber is as a producer. I know. Oh we, my God. I, I know. So I can't wait to see him again. He is insane. He's so talented. I can't even, I'm not even saying that because he like did my mixing and mashing, but like he is just, he's amazing. Like just what he can, like I, I he did the mixing and the mastering. So I made all the stems, all the instrumentals, whatever, brought it to him. And we like, you know, talked how we could bring one sound out more and this and that and after seeing the finished product, it's like, he is like, it's like bringing your, your car to the car wash, man. Like he <laughs> shines that damn car. Like it is, oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. But yes, yeah, so I got fiber on there. I got Hatena on there. And then I also have same Pepsi, um, which we recorded a track months Woo! ago when we did that interview together. 
and I never put it nice. out and I finally am able to put it out now. Um, so I'm going to have the same Pepsi track on there. And then I have a track with the Phantom's Revenge for, for people who don't know who the Phantom's Revenge no is. No way. Dude, I said this like before to someone, if I knew that I was going to be Damn, able to work dude. with the Phantom's Revenge. Oh, right. Like, yeah. In high school, like 10 years ago, if I told myself like you would be working, I, I don't even <laughs> yeah, understand exactly. how th- I just reached out to him and he was like, That's let's crazy. do it. So like, I have a track with the Phantom's Revenge on this album. Um, classic oh, French house. Like that is just, if you want to talk about like internet French house, it doesn't yeah. get any like rawer than the Phantom's Revenge. So That's yeah, crazy. it's, I'm really pumped. Um, yeah, this Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, my channel. I hope everyone's there for the party. We're going to have a good time. And uh, I'll try and do like a, a post-game stream or maybe something with 3D Blast. I know 3D Blast does a lot of streaming on, um, what's it called? I'm, I'm forgetting. What's it? Twitch. Twitch. Um, so maybe I can do something with him. But yeah, this week, just get ready for me to be annoying as fuck because <laughs> I, I'm nonstop going to be talking about this album. So everybody... I'm, I'm just gonna watch my Twitter and you, your followers just dis- disintegrate. <laughs> That's what happened when I first did Sweet. contrast. Um, I after the album premiere, I put up every single song as an individual video, and I guess because people like just got bombarded by notifications on their phone, like I just lost a ton of subs. So like I'm waiting for the purge to happen. I'm doing the same shit. I'm doing the yeah. same exact thing. I I even felt that way. <laughs> it's uh, it's a thing. It, I don't know. <laughs> awesome yeah no i i uh i i know it's it's gonna be annoying just, just feel the feel the weight of it just raise yourself it's gonna be the album's really cool um it's definitely fun where contrast was really fast and like heavy in the highs and everything was like 122 to 130 bpm besides like the absorb track with mesh um this one definitely slows it down it's it's really all over the place um and yeah i i'm super pumped to uh put out another album and we'll be learning soon from your Twitter where we can go to buy it. Yes. Correct? Well, it's going to be, I'm going to keep okay. it always as a free digital download. What what I want to do. The physical. Oh, the physical. Yeah, that, I'm, oh, no plans for physical. No yet, plans for the right. Maybe in the future. Um, But as of right now, none. But what I want to do, and good thing you, you brought this up, you reminded me. For contrast, it was on my Pet Flamingo and we had it as a free download because I wanted to make sure that um, you like, I don't want money for it. This is purely for me to have to play live. And I, I don't want to sound like pretentious or anything, but I just really don't give a shit about the money. Like, just, I don't want to charge anyone for it. So I made it free download. But the thing was, people were saying that if you set it as free download on Bandcamp, it doesn't show up in their collection. And they were like, I really, no, I really want it to show up in my collection. And I think the way to fix that is you can make it you could, well, you could change it to uh, name your own price and you could put in $0. So I just want to say for anyone listening to this, put in $0. Do not pay me because I still want this album to be totally 100% free, but I'm going to probably make mm. it make name your price so people can have it in their uh, collection and it'll show like all the people, you know, like on Bandcamp when it shows like supported by and it shows all the names. Yeah. Oh, yeah for my Pet Flamingo, when I dropped it on there, it doesn't have that. So like it didn't like trend on Bandcamp or anything like that. Cause it, it kind of mm. looked like no one got it because it wasn't added to their collection. So you, and f- you, you have will to, have to sell it to, for $1. Yeah, really? See, yeah. I, have to, I don't know. I'm so out of the loop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd have to sell it. All right. Then I got to figure out what I want to <laughs> yeah. do. I got to figure out. Cause I want it. So, I want to keep it free. Well, you, People you, can, often you do can do a free download. Do you have your own? It won't add it to your collection unless you actually put money down for it. Yeah. So you can put it, if you put it on your own band mm-hmm. camp, put it for free and then just get a label to throw it up 
for a dollar or vice versa. Hmm. That's how some people do it. They get around it. So like, don't buy it from me. Just get it here if you want it in your collection. If not, you can get it from me and just download it. Okay. Yeah, I got got to figure something out. I got to figure something out. Yeah, it's uh, Bandcamp's not perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but regardless, like I mean, f- just download the YouTube video. Like I'm telling, like whoever's listening to this, just download the audio. Just pirate yeah, that yeah, shit, just, man. Just straight up take it. <laughs> so yeah, just say you dropper. Put up a yeah, this Friday put up a torrent of it. I'm sure. Exciting man. That'll so you, take off. Yeah, you got to do uh, lollygagger. Just after that, <laughs> just call it freeloader. <laughs> they were, round two. Um, I, I I had one question go ahead, go for ahead. you. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What are you saying? So you mentioned uh, you like Fiber's attitude and um, someone else. Just you, you guys. Uh, he mentioned that on his episode as well. That's why you guys connect and your chemistry is so mm-hmm. great. You have the same sort of approach to things. And I wonder, do you ever feel like you're oversubscribing? Like you said, you didn't get to stop and smell the roses. Because that can catch up with you, right? So how do you get around that? Because I do it mm-hmm. too. And I'm like, fuck, I got to meditate yeah. or something, man. I'm fucking dying over here. It definitely... Um, you got any advice? Here's the thing about that. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm always constantly doing... Like, I'll still go out with friends and whatnot. But, I, but I'll but i be out and I'll be like, uh, you know, let me check Twitter. Let me see if I can, uh, you know, retweet something or retweet one of my videos, reshare it, something like that. So... I don't know. I want to, um, something that always was so good, in my opinion, to get your mind off things is uh, martial arts. Like I used to do jujitsu and and Muay Thai and stuff. And I stopped. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shit's expensive as hell, but I just, I've been so busy. I heard you were really good too. And um, I want to start it back up again. So I think when I move with my girlfriend, I'm going to find a new place. uh, Yeah. You know, do jujitsu. And that was, because here's the thing, like, you can spend so much time focusing and like you can burn out, whatever. But if you find like a way to provide clarity for yourself, for your soul, for your mental state, you can come back two times stronger when it comes to creative output. So that's something I got to remind myself. Like sometimes I'm going to have to, you know, really smell the roses and just relax because I might be able to come back two times stronger and create something even better than I was when I was just constantly focusing on it and like not stepping back or, you know, I guess if that makes any sense. But, yeah. But yeah, I... Man, I've heard... Go ahead. Go, go ahead. I've heard so many artists say, like EVXI, for example, he was saying like, and other people too, like, I, I don't know why I can't think of anything, but they're always like, yo, that song, I don't know why people love that song because that song I didn't try hard mm-hmm. at at all. And I'm always like, did you, did you not? Or were you just like in the perfect headspace? To not have to try, you know? So interesting to think about, like, because we're always flowing through these different states of mind. And that's why I always ask people on my show, I don't know if you guys are, know this is one of my questions, but I always say, what is your process for making music? Do you have a place that you go to do it? Do you have a ritual? Do you go drink a beer before you do like, <laughs> whatever? What is it? Because we, it's so hard to control the mental state you're in to, like, I was, like you just said a minute ago, Indy, you said that was really well said, whatever, because I'm in that perfect state of mind because I'm drinking a little bit, right? So (laughs) why, like, how do people um, manipulate Mm -hmm. that consciously and find the perfect state of mind to make music? Yeah. So interesting. It's a great question. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) That was a... 
if we if someone wants to leave us a voicemail answering that, they can because that yeah. Would please let me know. It's gonna help me. <laughs> like seriously, let me yeah. know. <laughs> that was all out actually. Four one two four four vapor. But give yeah. us a call. That's right. Yeah, Thank you. I mean, I like me and my friends all have like kind of similar experiences where the songs that like our friends and family like the most that we've made is the stuff that we put the least amount of effort into. Yeah. And we don't know why the stuff we spend weeks or months like, oh, the song's dank. And they're like, oh, that's cool. But I really like the other song you did. It's like I spent I did that in an hour. <laughs> like, thanks, man. Yeah. It's like an insult. It's like you don't. What about all the things I did on this song? Listen to all the intricacies and all and the layers. And they just think too much. That's when you kind of like, you you get like so deep inside of it that most people kind of just, it just goes over their heads or they just don't even notice it. I maybe. don't know. Maybe when you're so deep into it, it changes from what you originally approached it as and it becomes more of a perfectionist thing. I think so. That's why the Super Sex 420 Tendencies album is so great. Uh, which is coming out on Montaigne Records on December 4th, I think. Everybody keep your eyes peeled for that. It's like the biggest fucking future funk vinyl drop to date. It really so is. It's it's, that is a mess. Like, and and if you could hear it, like, shout out to you guys for getting Alex to tell you the story about it. But like, he, I yeah, wanted he, to know, yeah. When he said it, it was like restoring and, and painting, that's really what he's doing. Like it's, they have to go back to these tracks and like get every stem. And Alex is like, like I said, he's no joke. He's meticulous with his work. Like he's going to make this thing sound amazing. Um, so just the amount of effort he's going to have to put in, like this is a massive project. So I'm, I'm so pumped to see how that thing comes out. Like, huge. yeah, I, I can't wait. And uh, I saw a preview image of what it's going to look like. Right. Ooh, those buddy. greens and oh, pinks. Those, those are some nice colors. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, check out that episode, everybody. It is episode 70. We just did it. <laughs> episode 70. <laughs> and yeah, it is a great story because he, like the album was made kind of in a sloppy manner. So nothing was named. So it was like wave file, zero, 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 underscore, X, Y, Z, da, 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 numbers, like strings. Yeah. And, they didn't know what was what and they had to find it like on all these scattered external hard drives that they were lucky to have and some of them they didn't have it so they had to like reproduce it and holy shit was that a labor of You know love. what real quick uh talking about like law like lost files and hidden files uh Rich does anyone know the story of the lost Pat Pennington Rich George Clinton concert interview no. Remember that no, no one does. Me and Rich made a... <laughs> I wasn't around for that. A long time ago, me and Rich did a Private Suite podcast episode where we were going to, where we were talking about our experience. Well, we did. It wasn't we, like we were going to. We actually did. We did it. This was, we did it. Yeah. yeah. This we, back in February. Have it? What happened? He just didn't record or something, right? So, or, so just the background on how we... Our recording methods have kind of evolved over, over time, but typically what we would do is use like a plugin for discord called craig to record audio um so you go go into a a voice server you you put in a command for craig to join and he basically records everything we did a regular voice call and the the best way to record remote podcasts uh is just to have each person on their own end record the audio so i was recording on my end i thought i had asked you to record on yep, your end, just your audio. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I didn't even I didn't even try to record everything. I was just recording my own. So I sent you. Oh no, you were going to edit it for your video. So I just sent you my audio, and you're like, "Oh, my sound isn't in here." <laughs> and I'm like, "Uh, yep. I didn't record it. I think you thought I was recording yours." So we had this like I think it was probably like a 45 minute conversation just about um, not Electronicon. Obviously, it hadn't happened yet, but like the the George Clinton shows that were going on that tour that was going on early this um, this year. Oh, the 100% and it tour. just it never yeah, yeah the hundred percent tour it just so that video just never never, never came happened out. and it was I thought like we had a great conversation on it all too I like, know it was, I was actually really, really disappointed really because nice. that was that was a really good really really good conversation about that show um, because we were just still off of that high of seeing that's exactly what a yeah. live vaporwave State show of mind yeah. yeah. So that wasn't a hundred percent electronic. No, but it, no, it was the one hundred percent electronic tour. Yeah, I don't think, okay. think so, Electronicon was announced yet. No, it it okay. wouldn't. No, because I think he started sending stuff out to people in in March of this year to get prepared for, and then it was announced in May or June, I think. Mm. Um, mm. This was the show I went to was in January, and it was George Clinton surfing, uh, E Spirit, satin sheets, satin sheets. And you had negative Gemini at yours. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't at mine. Um, and Aaron Chadro, his <laughs> yep. drummer, yep. did a set at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so very small show. I mean, this is a really, really imagine the smallest room at Electronicon, and like that was the venue. Yeah, that, yeah it was that pretty was much super small. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the smallest room was the loft, hypothetically, but for the most part during the day of Electronicon, it was the smallest room at the venue. Yeah. So it was small. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was definitely small. It was a similar situation on that stuff at the venue they played at. It was a pretty small room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's on that note, lost, lost episode. The lost episode. Pad I've got channel. a, I've got a funny story for y'all, fam. I think Rich, you know this, but okay. <clears throat> Speaking of lost audio, there's an episode of the Private Suite podcast that you can go back and listen to, where I, know <laughs> I don't know about this. <clears throat> where. The interviewer that I was interviewing, the interviewee I was interviewing, his audio was recorded just fine. My audio was recorded just fine. But somehow, when I copied the audio recording of myself, rather his audio recording, which I recorded from a server I have here, um, I accidentally somehow fucking replaced the audio file for my recording. And it was gone forever. So I had nothing. And here's the thing. That episode is out right now. <laughs> I had nothing. So I had to go back and li- literally I was editing this episode and I was like, oh my fucking God. And the guy, he was going on vacation like the next day. So I was like, well, I'm going to call this guy on his vacation, ask him to redo the interview because I don't have my audio. No. So what I did was listen to his oh my track God, I know where you're going with and, this. Guess, <laughs> and guess what I said to him and act out the conversation and I did it so well that nobody's batted That's an eye. That's awesome. Wow. No one's mentioned that it to me. Legendary. Nobody knows. That's that. amazing. But there's one episode. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That's amazing, uh, dude. A whole two and a half hour, there's a hint, episode. So, and the artist doesn't even know. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> He's been on vacation lately. 
Oh my god! Yeah, really. Yeah, you told me about that, and, and this is like yeah. a couple months after it came out, and I'm like, "You serious? You actually?" Didn't? I I would have just <laughs> so been like, scared. "It's just not happening." So right like, now, nobody nobody knows exactly which episode it is. No, nope. I, mean, I do. Well, Rich, Rich, Rich knows. Yeah. Please don't ever. I gotta fi- figure it out myself. Yeah, don't ever tell me. Yeah, <laughs> listen to all the episodes, figure out which one it is. Our diehard fans, if you could get this, I'll send you an OG tape. Seriously, if you. Because I thought I did a good job. I give out a lot of awesome tapes. Oh, speaking of, the Private Suite Magazine Advent... Ca- or, fuck. The Private Suite Magazine Issue 9 Halloween Spooky Issue Locker Giveaway has been announced. And the the, er, the winner has been announced. We did a live stream where we showed off some of the goodies that are available in this locker. It's a little pink vaporwave-themed locker. Like, you could hold it. It's not too small, but it's stuffed with Vaporwave goodies, private suite stuff. And there's a tape in there. Um, I guess I'll say what it is. It's Neo Cali by Vectroid, 2011 release. Oh, wow. It's a, it's not an, a, an original, but it's just as oh, good. Cool. It, you won't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the winner for that locker has been announced. Uh, so it's very exciting. That's something we were working on for a long time. And we're glad that it uh, it went went off smoothly. So um, whoever won, won that tape, we hope to see some some pictures. And then I said the advent calendar. So it's something we're doing right now for our issue ten patrons. Is we're giving away one album every day to every single patron. We have many many hundreds. <laughs> so we're giving out a lot of records. So today we give out we gave out. Um, the It's a Vaporwave Christmas compilation on Pacific Plaza Records by uh, Alex or Trucks Passing Trucks. And today, because this episode's been released already, <laughs> when people hear it, we'll be putting out Strawberry Stations 128. So for the people who don't have that, you'll be able to add that copy to your collection. We're giving out codes. Um, so yeah. Yeah, every every patron will get an album for the rest of December up until Christmas, nice. and that's and that's all of that stuff. I forget why I brought it up. <laughs> Very excited to bring it up, but I was cool. it's a cool cool thing that we got going on here. Uh, Defo for Christmas. So subscribe private suite or patreon.com slash private suite mag. Is is that it? Patreon.com slash private suite mag. Is that what I said? No. I well, if whatever someone <laughs> no, said it, we're good. Cool. All right. So you know, I was just thinking about that that episode that you just had to re-record the audio. Like, if yeah. if Alex from Pacific Plaza uh, hasn't figured it out, no one's no, no one, one's no going to. Nah, he, yeah, he knows them all. <laughs> That's a challenge, Alex. He knows. There's a tape here he with your name knows. on it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so it's. I I may have told him. I have. There's one other person I told, and I forget who it was. <laughs> actually, you can ruin Indy's I told career them, by knowing this. Yeah, exactly. So. Don't help me. <laughs> All right, guys. Do we have anything else for today? We have release radar and one other topic I want to talk about, but we can move it to a different episode if we don't have time. Uh, it's the photography stock photo. Oh, that's going to be a big topic. We're going to have to <laughs> okay have to do that another time. All right. We'll save that one for next time. We're at, we're at two hours right radar? now, nearly. Yeah, let's go. What do we have for uh, releases this week? We already did two, Infinity Pool and Strudel Soft. I want to talk about Strawberry Station's uh segue uh christmas album so he put out this christmas record 
Uh, let me see if I have a link here for it. Here you go, guys. He put this out in 2017 or 2018. I don't. But it was a seven-song records Christmas album, uh, Vaporwave or Future Funk Christmas. Mm -hmm. Very nice stuff. And uh, so he put out a tape of that today on First Class Collective. They do. Pardon me. They do very nice Vaporwave releases. The tapes are beautiful, high quality. And he made two more songs for the tape. Like, oh, my burps. <laughs> Sorry again. It's that beer, man. I don't know if you're hearing those. Um yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, First Class Collective, there's a tape up there. There's still some in stock. If you like Christmas Vaporwave, definitely hit it up. It's one of the best releases I've heard in Christmas Vaporwave. And I know a lot about Christmas Vaporwave because I'm writing the Christmas Vaporwave uh, music, like uh, the official go-to list of all Christmas Vaporwave music as of today-ish. Uh, <laughs> maybe when the Meg comes out-ish. Uh, but I'll be putting that on the website too, privatesweetmag.com. So you can go there. I'll try and keep updating it over the years so we can uh, keep that list as robust as possible. But I'm also writing a Vaporwave Christmas article in our next issue. So check that out as well. And this album will be in there. I'd like to play a song off it too, if I haven't rambled too much. If you guys don't mind. Go for it. Sure. Okay. This song is called The Gift. It's... uh. It's one of the new songs he has on the tape, so definitely check it out on firstclasscollective.bandcamp.com. Okay, here it is. Good shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's it for me, I guess. Cool. I got another song to play, but I think we'll just play it next time. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, of course, also releasing uh, future release is uh, Dewdropper, so be sure to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, Pad, what time is that actually releasing on Friday? Friday, Friday it's going to be 9 yeah, yeah. p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be on my okay, channel. So uh, big live release party, so nice, we'll be partying nice. in the chat. I'll try to time. be there, man. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Sounds good. All right. Uh, does anyone have anything else before we wrap it up for today? That's all for me. I think we're good. Thanks. Cool. Thanks for coming on, Pad. It was great talking. Oh, thank to you. you guys for having me again. I mean, like, like I said, everyone who's listening to this private suite, the coolest just people on the planet. Um, I actually reached out to them because I have so many things going on and I wanted to talk about aesthetic nights in my album and just everything that's kind of going on and indie rich everybody was just like yep let's get you on and these just so last second and uh they all were all able to come on and, and do this so like huge shout out to private suite um i mean the sky's the limit 
as the vape wave scene was yeah. <laughs> for you. Yeah, you guys are really killing it. Like just keep on going and just don't stop because you're you're doing a great Thanks, service dude. for everybody. Awesome. Appreciate it. You see, it. if Pad were Anything to contact us and say, like, you know, you should put my face on the cover of the magazine because you'll get like a lot of press, like that would actually like have some weight to it, unlike some other <laughs> people who have told us to do that in the past. That's so, so funny. <laughs> uh Man. All right, guys. So, uh, Pat, thank you for coming on. Um, people can find you on Twitter. Where? Yeah. What's your What's your handle? What's your app? It is. Let me check because <laughs> I don't know. I think it is. <laughs> oh, not, I'm so bad with like just social media, computers, and stuff. All I know is Adobe because that's what I went to school for. I don't want to do anything. Oh. <laughs> um, my Twitter handle is pad underscore Chennington. Oh, pad baby. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> All right. Awesome. So uh, I think everyone knows where to find us now. Um, look in the description. All of our socials are down there. Uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash private suite mag. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, also, give us a call on our hotline, 412-44-VAPOR. We'd love to hear your voicemails. Uh, leave us leave us a voicemail. Uh, if you got a message for Pad, sure, why not? We'll. Uh, I'm sure we can get them back on at some point to answer some questions from from people so don't forget to subscribe to the podcast yep subscribe on your podcast directory of choice apple Podcasts, google play stitcher podmust we're on uh pretty much every directory you could possibly think of so um we have all the buttons on our Mm -hmm. website yes super fancy click them there super easy super um oh crap i just had a great thought and i forgot it completely god well, well how did happens? that happen that was a fast one <laughs> all right so that's gonna do it for us again pad thank you so much for coming on anytime. and uh absolutely anytime at all we'll see you guys later oh youtube youtube subscribe oh. on youtube subscribe on youtube please everybody oh and lastly and this is definitely it don't forget to back up your flash drive oh yeah drive. definitely do not <laughs> back your shit up get that everybody if there's one thing you yes. heard today and come to aesthetic nights so I can do more to them, please. please. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Well, perfect. Thanks again, guys. You guys okay. Fucking best. Thank you. Thanks, Anytime, guys. dude. Love you. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Cheers, brother. Later. Later, guys.
Thanks for listening to the Private Suite Podcast.